What's happening, everyone? Welcome to this impromptu episode of the Dirty Brawlers podcast. There was a lot of action going on this weekend. Of course, UFC Fight Night in London, Errol Spence against Mikey Garcia. We'll talk about that one in a little bit. We have a guest, a very interesting guest. He's been on the show already, so that narrowed it down completely for you. But I want to talk about UFC Fight Night London. And I want to say, I have to say, the UFC. The UFC have been doing an incredible job as it is with their product, how they present it, how it's becoming mainstream now. MMA is becoming mainstream. And with this ESPN deal, yesterday epitomized why MMA is becoming so relevant and it's becoming so mainstream. That card was put together absolutely brilliantly. Of course, you know, there was a lot of action. There was some question in, in the Vulcan Ozdemir against um, Dominic Reyes. There was some some questions with that decision. And then, you know, the co-main and the main event, they kind of lined up so the winner of, of both fights would face off one another later on. And boy, did they, did they face off way earlier than expected. Anyway, ESPN has been doing an incredible job with this UFC MMA and I I have to say I'm impressed I thought that Fox was doing a great job and they did a great job for however long they lasted I I don't remember how much it it had to be about six years maybe even a little bit more that the UFC and the and and Fox were together so I'm like can ESPN really top all of this and they did the coverage from Monday until last night was it's it's unbelievable and and I know it sounds like I'm kissing ass and I'm not really talking about the fights right now, but guess what? These guys are doing it right. This is how you cover a sport that wants to become mainstream. This is exactly what you do from the social media to to ESPN Plus, everything. I mean, they've been doing it great. I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm I'm saying this right now because I hadn't really watched an event on ESPN Plus besides the Cejudo Dillashaw fight, but that was like two months ago, so I didn't really remember much. And I wanted to talk about this after more than just one event. I didn't want to just have one sample. I wanted to have at least two. And I think ESPN has been doing an excellent job. Anyway, enough of that ESPN ass kissing. Although, I mean, I would love to work for ESPN if you guys are hiring. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, the main event, Jorge Masvidal, Darren Till. Wow. That started off hot, very hot. Jorge Masvidal, of course, he had that whole layoff ring rust factor that he came in with. Darren Till came in with a massive chip on his shoulder, immense pressure. He was fighting at home, home country, not hometown. But regardless, the the crowd was majority on his side. And he had a big, big burden on him because he had just gotten his first loss. He said it himself throughout the week. He said that he had gotten his first loss out of the way. So he he was going to fight a little bit fearless now, which can be okay. That's good. You have to be fearless in a fight. But at the same time, you have to know, you have to know what you're getting yourself into. And I think that Darren Till hasn't really changed much. He hasn't really evolved. You would think that after a loss you would evolve. But Darren Till hasn't, hasn't really done much of of that evolving thing that I'm talking about. So anyway, fight starts off hot. Jorge Masvidal charges at Darren Till. 
kicks him right in the balls. Oh my god, is this fight really going to end in a disqualification? That's the very first thing because of course as MMA fan, as sports fans in general, we just think of the worst thing right away. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh my god, this can't, this can't be happening. But fortunately for all of us, Darren Till is one of those guys that looks for the easy way out. And of course, you know, they, they respect one another. So they're like, all right, cool, whatever. They go back to fighting. Darren Till hits him with a straight, a signature left hand from Darren Till. Drops Jorge Masvidal right on his ass. I'm like, okay, this might just be a quick night. Because it, it genuinely looked like Masvidal was out. Of course, then they they uh, they scrambled a little bit on the ground and ultimately Masvidal got up, but it did look like Masvidal was going to be out. And I'm like, oh my God. Masvidal just got up from that. And he's fighting. He's smiling. This dude is fucking legit. So then, regardless, Till went on and he dominated the first round and... He looked confident. He wasn't breathing heavy. Jorge Masvidal looked confident too, despite being dropped. Anyway, second round comes in. Darren Till still doing his thing. He's still doing all right. And then, about halfway through the second round, Masvidal just like, he switches stances. And then he like, he does some crazy shit. Comes in with a looping left hand. Shuts Darren Till's lights off. Just completely shut him off. He knocked him out cold. Darren Till's head bounced off the canvas like three times. That has to be the knockout of the, an early contender for knockout of the year. That was incredibly brutal. Jorge Masvidal talked about it at the end of the fight. He talked about it in the post-fight press in the post-fight interview. He said, "I was practicing that shot because no one had seen it." How intelligent! Is that so? Not only is Masvidal a dangerous street dirty brawler, cheat plug, but he is very smart to know. No one has ever seen this punch. This is the one that I'm gonna use to finish the fight. That, my friends, is how you succeed in mixed martial arts. That is how you succeed in the fight game. Jorge Masvidal. Props to you, my friend. I hope you got those $100,000 like you Well, I think he did because he did get the, the, that bonus. But regardless, that was just a beautiful left hand in essence. Because, you know, when you looked at it, you're like, what? Wait, what? Is he like going to take him down? Is he going to hit him with a jab? Is he like, is he going to hit him with a right hook? Nope. Left hook Larry. Michael Bisping all over again, you know? So. Man, that was that was incredible. That was incredible what Jorge Masvidal did. Props to him. What a win. And then, of course, what happened after the fight. Leon Edwards called him out as he was speaking to the press. You know, they were in the locker room. And then Masvidal goes up to him after, he, after Edwards was mumbling some stuff. And Masvidal's like, hey, if you got something to say, say it to my face. I'm right here. I'm right in front of you. He had his hands behind his back. As if to say, I come here in peace. So, if you got to say something, just say it. Don't, I'm not here to fight. But then, 
This is what was told by Jorge Masvidal. You can look at the video. It's on YouTube. It's on all, it's all over social media. Jorge Masvidal claims that Leon Edwards squared up. And, of course, Jorge Masvidal said, well, you know what happens to people that square up, or at least where, I'm, where I come from, people who square up are going to get hit with, what do you say, with a three-piece combo and a soda? Oh, my God. That, my friends, is like the surprise, surprise, motherfuckers. The king is back. That that's a quote that's gonna live for a long time in MMA history. So not only did Jorge Masvidal knock out there until, but he beat up Leon Edwards. So he went two and zero on the sixteenth of March at the O2 Arena in London. That what a night! What a night for Jorge Masvidal after not seeing him for a long time, and the last time that we had seen him, he didn't look good at all against uh steven thompson so this was just a great night of fights in in the ufc and then of course with with boxing we'll talk about that in a little bit again with the guest but man that was incredible that was just unbelievable and now the welterweight division guys i mean i'm just gonna name the fighters that we have in the welterweight division we have obviously the champion kamaru Usman. then we have colby covington they're probably going to fight. Uh, we have Tyron Woodley, who's still there. Uh, we still have Damian Maya, you know. We have, who else do we have? Leon Edwards, Darren Till, who it doesn't matter if he got knocked out or not. He's still there. He's going to come back. He's, he's young, like even Masvidal said. We have Ben Askren, Robbie Lawler. He he can probably contend for a rematch or uh not contend he can um, he can campaign that's what i tried to say he can campaign for a rematch against ben askren we have ben askren and now jorge masvidal just comes back and fucks everything up he said he wants a title shot before he retires he's 34 years old so you would think that he's he's there he's getting there and he has i think he has over 40 fights in his in his professional mma career so he wants that title shot he definitely does and based on how he prepared for this fight and how smooth he looked and how loose he looked and his demeanor and how he was talking after the fight, I think he he, he might get it. He's probably going to have to take on a few guys before this, the, the, this title fight that he ultimately wants. But if he keeps this discipline, if he keeps changing things in his camp, not changing completely, modifying, if he... If he tweaks some of the things that he didn't like and he shows different aspects of his game, I think he can get a title shot. It sounds like I'm jumping on the bandwagon, and I might be. But Jorge Masvidal, man, he surprised me. He really did. And like Chael Sonnen said, you shouldn't doubt anyone in a fight, first of all. But if there's someone that you shouldn't really, really doubt at all, it's Jorge Masvidal, man. This dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> this dude, that's ridiculous. That's unbelievable. What a fight. What a night of fights. Um, one more thing before we get into Mikey Garcia and Errol Spence. Something that I saw online that pissed me off, and I'm about to go off, guys. Because Piers Morgan, apparently him and Darren Till really don't get along very well. Piers Morgan, he's like a, he, he's a pundit. He's, uh, he's a Trump supporter. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Piers Morgan uploaded a picture 
and uh, it's of a truck. It's like a Land Rover. He put it on his Instagram and he captioned it. I need an L.A. number plate like Vinnie Jones, USA Piercy. And then Darren Till commented, you need a smack on the chin. That's what you need. This was back in February 19th, on February 19th. So then Piers Morgan screenshots and he puts it on Twitter. He says, good morning, Darren Till. See how you get against Game Bread Fighter, at Game Bread Fighter, which is Jorge Masvidal's Twitter. I just gave him a free plug on March 16th. And let's chin chin after that if he doesn't break your jaw. Those are fight words. Those are fight words, first of all. And um, then he quotes that same tweet. And he responds to himself with, hi, mate, at Darren Till 2. You've gone a bit quiet. Everything okay? After he had just gotten knocked out. Listen, motherfucker. If there's someone you don't disrespect in this life, it's a fighter. Okay? A fighter has a fighter's mind. He ha- He's that type of person that'll run up on you. Doesn't matter if you have a your family with you or... If you're just strolling around or if you're looking for no problems, he doesn't care because he's a fighter and all he knows is to fight. And I would love to see Piers Morgan. I would love to see you, Piers Morgan, verbally, you get ripped on your own shows, dude. So if you lace up a pair of gloves, take off your shirt and fight half naked, I would, I would just love to see that. You don't, first of all, you don't disrespect the man when he's down. You don't kick him when he's down. But you don't talk shit about a fighter who just got knocked out. Especially if you never, ever, and I doubt it, he's ever been in a ring or in a fight. You don't talk shit about a fighter if you're not willing to do the same. So how about you keep on doing your shitty shows. You keep on talking that shit. Sucking Donald Trump's dick. And shut the fuck up about fighting. Don't call out a fighter, man. I'm telling you. Some people don't give a shit. Khabib Nurmagomedov didn't give a shit. He won the fight. He won the biggest fight of his career. He won the biggest fight of his career with the biggest purse. And he redeemed himself. And he proved everyone wrong. And he proved himself right. And he looked over at fucking Dylan Dennis. And he's like, you motherfucker. I want to fuck you up now. He jumped over the fucking cage, man. Some people don't give a shit. Some people really don't give a shit. And, oh my God, it just pisses me off. It really pisses me off because these people don't understand what the fighters have to go through, man. It's the weight cuts. It's the training for 10 weeks. It's not, sometimes you have to leave your home and you have to stop seeing your family Because you have to go train somewhere else. And this guy. This fucking idiot. Just. Yeah. Hey Darren Till. You're very quiet over there man. Well he probably doesn't talk like that. Uh, Well he obviously doesn't talk like that. He's British. Hey. You're quiet. What. What's going on. Come on dude. Have some respect. Have some class. Which probably. You don't even know what class is. So. That might be too much to ask from you. 
wow that got me riled up that that really pissed me off so i think i'll just um i'll just keep quiet for <laughs> about this i said what i had to say and now how about we talk about mikey garcia and errol spence ladies and gentlemen of course but we're gonna bring the guest on first roger romo joining me again let's see what he has to say a returning oh, guest roger romo returns to the dirty brawlers podcast Roger, let me start off with the fights, of course. What do you think of Mikey Garcia's performance last night? Man, you know, uh, Mikey, Mikey, um, he he really defines the word balls. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry that I got to say it that way, but he defines the word balls for him to jump up those two weight classes. And and, and everybody was thinking Spence was going to run over him. You know, I, me personally, I thought, you know, Mikey would be able to adjust and you know, I guess the size factor was a little too much, but Mikey did a great job, and and um, you know it was a great fight. You know, Spence, he 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 did what he was supposed to. You know, but uh, uh, it was it was a great fight. You know, I th- I think you know my I mean Mikey had his moments. A lot of people had him losing a lot. Of, I I had Mikey winning a lot more rounds, but you know I, maybe I'm just biased because I know Mikey. So, but it was it was a great fight, and I think that like I said, you know the the real winners. Uh, were the fans? You know what I'm saying? They, they 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 gave up. They they put up a beautiful a beautiful fight, man. It was great. Yeah, they did. And actually, um, some of the stuff that I've been reading online and some of the stuff that I've been hearing is completely different to what you're saying and to what I'm thinking. Because I thought it was a good fight, although I did think Errol Spence did ultimately outclass Mikey Garcia you know later in the fight but people are are almost trying to downplay errol spence's win and they're trying to say that this fight wasn't really fair and it wasn't it wasn't what they were expecting what do you have to say about that (laughs) i mean what i think is this what i think is this is that i think they want to people always want to criticize and and be the critique and be this but mm -hmm. they're, they're never the ones that will jump in the ring and do it themselves of course. And the thing, the thing about Errol Spence is you can't, you can't take nothing away from his performance because Mikey Garcia that night, yesterday, Mikey Garcia will beat Keith Thurman. You know what I'm saying? Mike, you saw what uh, Josecito Lopez did to Keith Thurman. I uh, imagine Mikey on Keith Thurman. You know what I'm saying? So yes, sir. You, you Thank can't, you. You can't, you can't, you can't downplay Mikey Garcia uh, or Errol Spence. You can't, uh, you know, they both gave their all, and, and for them to say it wasn't a fair fight or whatever. Um, if, if you saw the respect factor, you didn't see Errol Spence, you know, I mean, of course, he he did walk him down, but did he hurt him? Did he rock him? No, he didn't. You know, Mikey, you know, he, he showed a lot. He showed what he was about. You know, he, he believed in himself and a lot of fighters. I mean, let's see if Errol Spence would jump up to 160 and fight Triple G. Would that happen? I don't think so. You know, I don't, I don't think that would happen, you know. So what Mikey did was was huge. And, you know, I'm I'm sorry that I'm talking about Mikey a lot, but. You know, uh, um, what what uh, when, when they're trying to downplay Errol Spence's performance, like, come on, man, like, 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 Mikey, uh, he's no pushover. You know, he's 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 a world champion, a four-time world champion. You know, so yeah, that's what I think about that. You know, exactly, exactly. And uh, you brought up a very interesting point that even in the beginning, in, in your first uh, in your first words, you said that Mikey Garcia defines the word balls and if errol spence would ever move up 
even to 160. And that that just epitomizes what Mikey Garcia is and right. what he did. The magnitude of this, of moving up in weight, fighting the best guy that that weight division has to offer, that just, it is unreal. And Mikey Garcia, not only does he get a moral victory for going the distance and, you know, giving a decent fight, but he went up in weight and he did a lot. He did a lot to, you know, to get that. And staying on the realms of Mikey Garcia, what do you think is next for Mikey Garcia? I, I know you're close to the camp and, and you're close to, to that whole family. So do you think he might fight at 140 pounds, 135? What's next? I I think um, I think Mikey, if he wants to, if he wants to fight at 47, I mean, I, w- I would call out Keith Thurman or Sean Porter. I think he could take them out if he wants to fight at 47. But if not, then, you know, go back down. Why not? You know, go jump back down. You're world champion in all the, the in those other divisions. So, jump back down. Uh, fight anybody. You know, maybe maybe uh, call out Loma. Let's get let's get Mike and Loma. And 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 Loma was talking about. Oh, well, he's he's. Uh, I heard his prediction saying, "Oh, he's too big. Uh, that guy's too big." Okay, Loma. So you jump up. You jump up a weight class. How about that? And meet Mikey at one thirty-five. You know what I'm saying? Um, and 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 and. I think Mikey takes Loma out. You know what I'm saying, Mikey? I mean, I mean, from what you saw, what do you think? You think you you don't think he would take Loma out? Like Loma, Loma comes up to to, to imagine Loma trying to jump up those weight classes. That's not gonna happen. You know, yeah. It's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? They, they you know, um, they they uh, they say, well, what what's what's the rush with him? What's the rush with him? The rush with him is that he's he's old. That's the rush with him. You know, so. Let's get let's get a Mikey and Loma fight. I hope I hope that they can make that fight. I hope I hope so too. You know that's the fight that makes the most business sense. And it's funny we were talking about this. Uh, my my group of friends and I we went to watch the fight together, and we after the fight ended we actually talked about Garcia and Loma how that would look. And one of my friends said, "Oh, he's actually on the podcast. Uh, he's been on on all the episodes. His name is Miguel." Uh, he said, "Well, Lomachenko." He already looked a little bit sluggish when he moved up a weight class. So if he puts on an extra five pounds, I don't know, man. I don't know how he would look. So that that really reminded me of, of what you just said right now. And I think it'll be a hell of a fight. And it makes a lot of sense. Um, and now the other yeah. side of, of this main event from last night, Errol Spence, of course, you know, this dude, they call him the truth for a reason. He is unbelievable. He has a great talent. He is surprisingly he's very respectful he's a very respectful guy and people like him people really like him right what's right. next i mean i like him? him i was yeah. i was a fan of him you know i'm a fan of him you know but oh he's fun to watch yeah yeah he's 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 um he's a technician man he's he a is. surgeon he picks you apart he picks you apart isn't he does he's not he's not an aloma-esque type fighter where he's he's pivoting and moving and doing this and doing that no he's not but this guy the basics he does them perfectly. He executes them beautifully, and he picks you apart. He's a surgeon. He's a he's a he's a, he's, a, he's a surgeon. He's 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 very technical. Um, he he uses his jab. He goes up and down with it. Uh, he works the body. You know, he he, he just you know he's he's a he's he's a great fighter, man. You you can't take anything away from Spence. To me, I think Spence. You know, that's why nobody wants to fight him at, at welterweight because because of that. You know, he's he's a true a true champion, man. True. 
true technician. So what's next for him? Do you think he fights Pacquiao? It makes sense uh, for uh, money wise. You know why not? You know, um, I, I I mean, you, Manny. That's 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 the toughest fight for him. I mean, if you want to jump up and fight Spence, okay, okay, let's see. Do it, do it, Manny. Let's see. You know, and, and I don't think you know. You know, I know Manny has a lot more speed. You know, uh, uh, you know. I wish I wish Mikey would have moved his head more last night. And 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 I I think Manny has a bit more head movement, so I think it'd be a good fight. But um, I think Spence ends up winning that fight if it happens. Yeah, I mean he has a few a few possibilities. He can fight Pacquiao. He can fight Thurman. He can fight um, Sean Porter, who we ultimately called out too last night. <laughs> he called him out in a very particular way, to say the least. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, the welterweight division is alive, and I think that we're going to see Errol Spence for uh, for a pretty long time, don't don't you think? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. If, if Errol Spence um, fights those guys, he wins. He, he fights Thurman, he wins. He fights Porter, he wins. He would be undisputed, and then... If if he moves up, that's what I would like to see. I would like to see Errol Spence move up and see, you know, if if he could come to the uh, to the to the junior middleweight division and, and and do that there. You know, you know, a lot of people think, oh wow, well, what's what's really what well, seven pounds ain't much. Seven pounds is a lot. Seven pounds is a lot. I mean, Mikey jumped up how many pounds? You know, so imagine just just seven pounds is a big difference. I would love to see Errol Spence jump up to junior middleweight. You know, uh, come at come at. Come at the Charlos. Come at uh, uh, Jerry Hurd. You know, come at my guy. Come at Patrick Teixeira. You know what I'm saying? Come at us. Let's go. You know, let, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, yeah. After after Errol Spence, uh, he should unify the division. He should move up. There's no need for him to stay there no more. Yeah, for sure. That's a bright future then. Uh, Errol Spence yeah. has. All right, man. Well, we got to cut this short because I know you are out and you're doing your own thing. It's a Sunday. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And uh, do you uh, want to? Follow my brother. Uh, do you want to give us your social media for people can follow you, follow your work? My my social media at Roger underscore Romo. It's a it's the same on everything. And then on Facebook is just Roger Romo. Um, you know, th- thank you guys for listening and, and nothing but love to you, brother. Thank you for hitting me up. And um, we'll be talking soon, man. Nothing for, but love. We already know, brother. For sure, man. I appreciate that. Right back at you. Take care, man. Uh, you too, brother.